Good afternoon, everybody. I'm your host, Natalie Baugh, and this is It's All Light. Today, I'm very excited. We have a lovely guest, Miss Annabelle Sorensen. Hi, thanks for having so me. So I actually met Annabelle years ago. I was invited from a friend who was her brother's friend to go to her cabin in Park City. And I like didn't know anybody. And I met a few friends and I met Annabelle and we've seen each other throughout the years. And I've been so impressed with Annabelle from day one. And you'll find out just how impressive she is as we get talking about our topic today. But one thing I've learned about Annabelle is that she is very determined and also just just knows what she wants and is willing to do, is willing to work for it. Um, but a little bit about Annabelle. We'll start out asking her a question. And the question of the day is, what is your favorite food? Hmm. Well, that's all really nice things for you to say about me first. That's really sweet. And we're happy to have you at a party. Ranger, <laughs> it was. was there was karaoke. <laughs> and, uh, my favorite food well because that's like a really broad mm -hmm. topic i'm just thinking like, what's the first thing that comes to my mind dark chocolate peanut butter oh, comes yeah. from oh, yeah. those things are the best <laughs> i found the mini ones i like the mini ones more because i'm more of a savory person than a sweet person but like of course i need my sweet but they're like they're like smaller than a penny they're so good which maybe i'll eat more yes. maybe i eat more of those than the other ones but they're so yummy oh Anything from Trader Joe's, you so, really yeah. can't go wrong. True. We should. You should just do a Trader Joe's Ooh, yeah. podcast. Someone. No. Honestly, I started things. doing that. I did it for like a day. <laughs> I was gonna maybe do it on my Instagram more because I saw a friend do that. It lasted a day. But yeah. my friends well, do like Trader no. Joe's parties, and everyone brings their favorite thing from Trader Joe's, mm -hmm. and usually by like seasonal. Anyways, yeah. I need. I yeah. need to do a Trader Joe's run this week. Um, with dark chocolate, do you also love like 90% cacao? Like, do you eat dark chocolate that's super, super dark or just like average? Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, average. I do drink a drink called oh, Creo yeah. Brew that's like straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. are not in roasted That's pretty bitter. We, we, um, I like I need dark to try chocolate. that. We sell it at Redmond oh. and I have been meaning to try it because we have like a coffee brew machine at work and I've been meaning to brew it. Oh. I'll have to, to chat. <laughs> yes, brew it. Special limited edition right now, Highlander Grog. Best oh, flavor. Really? Ever. Okay. Take note, everybody. Creo brew. C R I O. <laughs> Not a paid ad. <clears throat> okay. Awesome. I'm gonna share a few more fun facts about Annabelle. She grew up in Santa Barbara, California, and she's currently there right now. Are you visiting family and just hanging out? Enjoying uh -huh. the sunshine. Yeah, just hanging out. And from yeah and you went to BYU and what did you uh -huh. study uh, human I remember that my family, family studies, studies. Yeah. and then shortly after you went through life coaching training and certification I did that actually oh well yeah okay as well. and tell us what got you into that um well I've always just really wanted to help people in like a practical application I kind of knew there was there was something that I was missing where I was like there's got to be a way for me to have more power to be able to accomplish yeah. what I want to in life. And I kind of had, I had, I knew I was missing something. So I kind of started to research life coaching. Mm -hmm. um, and I found a podcast called the life coach school and I started listening to it and that was in 2018. Wow. So I started listening to it and it just started like changing my life. I was like, Whoa, like 
other people aren't responsible for my feelings. Create <laughs> your goals. You can just like start thinking things because your brain is just, it's just there. Like it'll think what you tell it mm-hmm. to. And it just, it's all an hallucination either way. Anyways, all these like concepts that were just like blowing my mind and taking my life from average to like beyond average. And I was just felt so empowered mm, by I love it. that. And then I was like, oh, well, someone has to teach my friends. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's going to be. Yeah, me. you're like, if I'm putting in the so research for myself, you might as well share it and help others, right? Yes. Yes. And I've just always really wanted to help people. And obviously, therapy is really important and powerful, but it didn't really sit yeah. perfect for me. And so yeah. this felt some, like something where I would have a greater reach and be able to speak to people yeah. and resonate with them more. Yeah, I feel area. like sometimes so. therapy, at least from my point of view, is that it, it's more targeted toward like a specific experience in your life affecting you and working through that. Yeah. Whereas life coach is just more yeah. life in general. I've I've experimented with both and yeah. I find different purposes for both of them. Um, yeah, totally. I actually I've taken a break from therapy just because I got new insurance and then just haven't been willing to to change it up. But I just scheduled it actually for next week. So I'm excited to talk to my therapist about just things that go on in my life. I usually keep a note in my phone, be like, oh, yeah, like I was very reactive or anxious or I don't know what like certain scenarios to talk through with yeah. my therapist. But then like life coaching from what I've studied or podcasts I've listened to, it kind of helps you just create the life you want to live. And like, what does that look like? And rewiring your brain. And so, yeah, Yeah, it kind of takes you from the present, takes you from the future, like the present creating the future as opposed to therapy is more of like, let's look at the past and how that's impacting Mm -hmm. you now. And yeah, coaching is more. Let's look at the now and change it. To right, the right. You want. No, yeah, totally. I think they totally work hand in hand, and it just is case by case basis depending what you need and and. But I feel like you could start with life coaching, and then it helps you decide. Oh, maybe I do need more help in this area as you start to become more yeah. self aware. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep sharing fun facts about you because you left me a lot of fun ones, and I. I know we're already jumping into our topic (laughs) and we'll get back to all these important things, but I just loved that you said you have two different thumbs and then (laughs) you can show it. This will be on YouTube too. Oh, yeah. Just different shaped thumbs. thumbs. It's actually called like, it's called something, it's called like Brackadactyl. Oh, whoa, really? It's like, I call myself a dinosaur. Just two different types of thumbs. Whatever. That's amazing. I think that's a very fun fact. And then you said it reminds you the ability for coexistence, that there's no right way. We can have a little bit of everything and that you are unique and you love being different. I love that. I feel like my hair does that for me. Like, I think God gave us all little things about ourselves for us to tap into, you know, like. As reminders. Totally. To make it. That's actually a really interesting point because we naturally make things mean stuff about us, right? So it's like, oh, I have two different thumbs. That could mean that I'm weird. And like, we labor ourselves. Yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah. or I can choose to make it mean that I'm unique and different. And so is mm-hmm. everybody else. Right. And I can make it great yeah. about me. And that obviously runs right in that thought choice that we'll dive into of the impact that can right. have on my life. And the positive self-talk, I'm sure, is a big thing you focus on as well, because 
I don't know, you do, I love the quotes that remind you of like, would you say that to your friend? Then why are you saying it to yourself? You know, like that stops me in my tracks and I have to realize, oh yeah, why would I ever tell my friend she, her belly looks a little chubbier than normal? Because I say that to myself all the time. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not very kind to myself. Like, I know I'm healthy and I'm doing my best and I just need to be like, I had a companion. I've shared this before, but like on my mission, I gained a, quite a bit of weight and she would just be like, whoa, sister bot, tell me you're confident in your body. And I'd have to go, I'm confident in my body. And she'd be like louder. And I would like scream it at her. So, but like, it really helped me be more confident in my body. So I always just try to go back to that. Okay. Enough about me. We're need, we need to jump into all the things you're passionate about. Give us like an overview of things you're passionate about. And then from there, we'll, we'll focus in on a few things. Okay, well, glad we already tapped in dark chocolate and Priya brew. Those are two good, things I'm good. passionate about. Um, I'm passionate about overall, yes, the outdoors and traveling and my family and sunshine yes. and um, eating healthy, taking care of myself, really soaking up life and all the, the aspects that it has. And that's what I said. I think the biggest thing that I'm passionate about is just the, the richness that life has to offer. Um, and the value we can get from it, just from the little things around us and the value we can get from ourselves and like our own brain and the way that we interact mm -hmm. with the world is just a really fun experience for me. And it's fun for me to watch other people love their interactions with the world, especially as I coach people one-on-one, -on -one. I get to watch them light up about their mm -hmm. interactions with other and with the world because of the way that they're showing up so they're proud of themselves mm -hmm. and that's like so just the most beautiful so thing. rewarding <laughs> huh I wonder yeah. I wonder it's if this fun. is universal I I should ask more people but I feel like <clears throat> excuse me I feel like when anyone tries to teach someone something that they're good at or that they love and they see others have an aha moment or they figure it out on their own there's just like no greater reward and I feel like that's a pretty universal yeah. thing that like almost everyone would agree with. So I love that like you get to do yeah. that every day. And I think you can find that in your everyday based off of what you do, like not just as a life coach, but maybe yeah. in your work as you interact with certain people. It looks like you have a thought. Go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, and like, that's the thing, right? Is we can, we can all experience that even if our career isn't mm -hmm. life coaching, right? We can have that experience that impact on people just by who mm -hmm. we're being, which is really fun where you can offer a thought to somebody like the way that you're viewing your day or the way that you view, let's say, yeah, they're being hard on themselves. And you're like, you know what? That's like really valid. And I hear mm -hmm. you. And like suddenly their world has changed just because of who you're being Ooh. as a person. Yeah. And I think that's the most, like we can all experience that fulfillment mm -hmm. and satisfaction. It doesn't, you don't have to have like this huge career or this huge thing where you're like helping people every single day and I think those are my types of clients that are my best clients and the types of clients I attract the most are just ones who mm -hmm. want to help people on their day-to-day -day. yeah and they already are and helping them see how they are just by who they're being is really fun and so yes it is rewarding for me but it's also amazing to help other people experience that same mm -hmm. emotion and go out and do yeah it. I agree as you were talking I was just thinking about like everyone could do that in their own way, but something I admire about you, I've been following your Instagram and everyone I'll post her Instagram so you can follow along too. You post like 
almost scientific studies and you post just like very bit-sized pieces of information that can apply to everyone and anyone and I've loved how you've you've made that information available to others I always screenshot your stories and I'm like oh this is so this is so important and I love that you you take it from uh I don't know scientific is a bad word but you you break it up in a way yeah practical practical. that's the word I was looking for you make it very practical how can I make this simple so somebody who doesn't know the science can right and I love that that's how you focus on on this goal of helping others just live a better life so tell us more about I guess life in general let's just start broad and and what what's like one of the biggest things you've learned about how a person lives their life I know this is very this is very broad I'm stepping it back and then we'll zoom in um so I think one of the biggest things, at least that resonated with me when I was first learning about life coaching is I wanted to change, right? We all have things oh, yeah. that we want to change. I wanted to be less expensive. I wanted to have better habits. I wanted to have better relationships. I wanted to hit these big goals, right? I wanted to have access to my dreams and like actually think about them in a realistic way rather than just being like, oh yeah, that's yeah. And um So we all want to change. And I think we're kind of, we're taught our whole lives that the way to change is to tell yourself to change. Mm. And obviously that doesn't work (laughs) because all of us still are not accomplishing all the things we want to accomplish. It's so true, yeah. And so, um, and the reason that doesn't work is because then we feel bad about ourselves. And so when I started to learn about coaching, And I started to realize that telling myself to change wasn't working just not because I shouldn't want to change, but just because it made me feel bad because of that. Like if you, you had that vision, but you weren't getting there. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So immediately, like I'm telling myself to change, but I feel bad because Mm. I haven't changed and it feels Mm -hmm. kind of forceful. So then like my actions are a little bit inhibited. Yeah. Right. I'm not like, living from a space of it already being done interesting and so I think that as humans like I've gathered just this cool thing that we actually can change by shifting the way that we're thinking Mm -hmm. right now to that that we want to be as opposed to just telling ourselves to change so I think I don't know. That's like, again, pretty broad, but on the aspect of our change is so possible Mm -hmm. for us and it's way easier than telling ourselves we have to change and beating ourselves Mm -hmm. into it. Interesting. Right? Way easier Mm. than that. Yeah. And it can just be thinking about, oh, how, if I was already doing that, what would I be thinking? What would Mm. I be feeling? And that's going to motivate your actions to a place where you're going to have the fuel to actually. If I was already doing that. Interesting. Yeah, like what would I be thinking if I wasn't mad mm-hmm. at my mom? Or what would I be thinking if I wasn't frustrated? <laughs> frustrated with someone this, chomping right? gum. Like, I don't know. For me, there's like so many little right, things that I'm like, right. why is this bothering me? And should it bother me? Like, no, it shouldn't. Right. Like, what is that saying about so me? So then we tell ourselves it shouldn't, but then we just have the friction. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it's like we can ask ourselves, or what would I be thinking if I was somebody who knew how to become less bothered by it? Right. Rather than just like we try to take all these big jumps mm-hmm. as humans and then and then we beat ourselves up for it. 
And then we try to change and we tell ourselves we should change. We should be different than we are. And then we just don't get where mm-hmm. we want to go. And we don't see the results we mm. want to see. And it's actually like, first of all, you're great where you are because you're a human and you're always going to be having human reactions. There's never going to be a point where you don't have thoughts and feelings don't that want. you like, don't <laughs> want. Or you're like, oh, maybe you're never going to have a point where you never have negative thoughts mm. Because you're a human. That's like, that's, that's mortality. And that's how our brains are. Yeah. And our brain is wired to look for us to change and grow and evolve. And that's exactly that reason is what I'm most passionate about is that is the best mm-hmm. news. We get to continue changing, evolving, challenging ourselves, learning, growing, but none of it's meant to be used against us. And that is kind of, I think, what originally blew yeah. my mind was like, oh, all my dreams, all my things I want, all the ways I want to improve mm-hmm. myself, none of that is a problem. And it's all actually really accessible. And it's all up to me in the way that my brain is working. Mm-hmm. And it's not up to time or it's not up to this person changing or it's not up to the fact that I'm not there yet or that I'm not going to be there because I'm not perfect. I'm like, Jesus, right? Like, no, none of those thoughts are serving you, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I think when I realized that who I wanted to be was yeah. the problem, that that was actually a great news for me. Mm. That's when I just like started to eat up coaching. It's like, okay, what are all the ways I can just be living and being proud of who I am now? Because that's going to help me right. be who I want to be in the I future. I think that springboard mentality is so helpful. Like anytime I want to do something, like I want to have a lower screen time use on my phone. So me and the boy I'm dating are tra- like looking at it at the end of each day just to be aware of it. And then hopefully next week we'll uh-huh. like put in a plan of like, okay, the other person was a dollar or whatever, you know, to like make it a game, but also like focus on, okay, where am I spending my time? And like, if I want that to change, what am I like replacing that with? Or how, how am I actually going to do this? But it's, it's coming from a, oh man, I, I can't believe I'm on my phone. I should get off it versus I want to get yes. off my phone like I want a life where that's yes. not seven hours on my phone every day you know and yeah. I don't know that mentality is hard to to attach to okay go ahead I was gonna say and like what would you what would you be thinking if you were already and this is for mm-hmm. everybody listening so mm-hmm. just like you I'm just saying like what would you be thinking if you were already the person who wasn't looking yeah. at her phone right mm-hmm. Is like I'd be thinking, oh, I use my time so well. I'm I'm reading a book instead. (laughs) I love reading. This is how I want to use my time, right? I'm like, oh, that's those are the thoughts that are going to be able to create that result consistently. Mm. Because that's the other problem with like just telling ourselves we should or shouldn't do something is sometimes we can do it for like a week, and then and then that's not actually stays because we haven't shifted our default Mm, thinking. Our default thinking. I love that. Yeah, so we could go on and on. But I think ultimately, <laughs> that's like one of my favorite things. It's just, it's much easier to shift the way that the our habits than we mm-hmm. think it is. And that was what like opened up so many doors for me and what dove me into life coaching. So I was like, oh, this, like, this is easier. possible. The reason it's easier is because it's up to mm-hmm. me and what's happening mm-hmm. in my brain. And it's not something that has to be solved yeah. or changed. Oh, I love that. It doesn't have to be solved. It doesn't have to be changed. It's just... You're in control of what you can do and what you want to do. Mm, I love that. Yeah. I had another thought, but it just left. So we're, we're going to move on to the next point. Um, 
<clears throat> so once you've kind of been working toward this attitude of of you can control your your mind and you can control your life mm-hmm. i mean there's obviously things in our life we can't control and i feel like learning what we can't control helps us realize what we can control so can you brush up on brush us up on that to contrast yes. it this one of my favorite topics actually and then one of my topics that again my mm-hmm. clients come to me with so often because there are these people who have like these amazing mindsets and they're already awesome and they're like crushing it at life. And then they're like, I need my mindset to be mm-hmm. perfect. Why do I feel mm-hmm. this way? Perfectionism. <laughs> right? well, if I could just have the right mindset, if I could just have the right mindset, I'd be able to do it. Or maybe I just need to change my perspective. Oh, or yeah. If I'm just positive, right? Mm-hmm. So all these things that we, we start to use our mindset against ourselves. And I think creating that coexistence, this is one of my favorite tools and skills to practice daily. I use it daily is, okay, how can I be a human and have reactions and thoughts Mm -hmm. and feelings and introduce thoughts and feelings that I want to have? And am I willing to have both? Because our brain sees very black and white. So it's like, either I'm happy or I'm sad, or either I'm have my mindset or I don't mm-hmm. have my mindset. And that's one of my favorite tools to offer my clients and show them what's happening is we oftentimes judge our natural mindset or our natural reaction. Mm-hmm. And so then we try yeah. to change it, right? So like, oh, I should think different. Or I and should be more disciplined or I should do this more. Yes. Yes. And it's like, well, actually you shouldn't because you're a human. So instead of trying to be more disciplined, why don't you just do it even though it doesn't feel good? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And you can have both at the same time um, and kind of introducing that coexistence. So in that vein of we, yes, we're in control and yes, our mindset matters. One of the biggest keys to mindset is being willing to have a mind that's mm. human and having that grace and simultaneously introducing thoughts that you want to be having. So for me, I've experienced, obviously I've experienced my fair share of pain. We all have experienced mm-hmm. our fair share of pain. We've all experienced life because yeah. we're all humans. And for me, like, especially going through the grief process, mm-hmm. I always had to have the thought like, okay, like, I'm not going to try to see this positively. Like that's not going to, that's not going to serve me. Right. That's just going to make me feel bad. And I don't want to see it positively. Right. My dad passed away. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't want to see this right. positively. But I thought that helped me was, Oh, like I'm a human too. Mm-hmm. Right. And this is an experience that can help me learn. It can help me grow. And as I started to think that our brains made to create evidence for what we're mm. thinking. So then I started, see reasons for why I was learning from it, why I was growing mm. from it, and how it was actually serving me in ways that I wouldn't have seen if I was so caught up in mm. the pain mm. or if I was trying to Oh, yeah. I feel like too often we want to just fix things, right? Because I think our brain wants that, right? Our brain doesn't like pain. Our brain doesn't like discomfort. And our brain wants to get us away from yeah. all that and fix it. But it's sitting in that. And I love that you, you asked, like, what can you learn? Um, I can't imagine losing a family member. And I've been to funerals where my friends have lost family members. And the dad of this little boy spoke and he was just like, it sounds awful, but like, I'm so grateful 
for this for that this happened and that's like sounds so shocking but he was already in that mindset of of the blessings from learning about this and how it helped others and how it's changed their life you know like of course devastating and there's so much grieving in it but there there also is just a, a safe place we can get our minds to that doesn't take away from how hard or painful it is, but it it opens it up to learning. Yeah. yeah thanks for sharing that. Yeah. And just like to piggyback on that, like our mate, like you said, our brain is made to avoid mm-hmm. pain. So that's why our natural reaction is always to um, get away from it or make it stop, but that always makes it yeah. worse. Right. So our goal as humans is to make it a safe place for ourselves to experience pain. That is what's mm-hmm. going to give you the most freedom in your life, yeah. right? And it's not, oh, I'm just going to be positive all the time. That's mm-hmm. not the key, right? The key is creating a space where you can be experiencing and feeling safe enough to experience that. Then you can turn outward and help other people experience that. Um, and that is developed with the way that we're speaking to ourselves, mm-hmm. right? And so that's also what I'm questions to ask you typically with my own clients is like how is this very experience of pain or rejection or sadness or disappointment how is this actually an opportunity for you to become more of the person you want to be and it's they always are like oh well then I can create more compassion and empathy and charity for myself Mm. right and then they're so much more capable to turn outwards and do it because you kind of validate yourself or feel that compassion for yourself and that fills you up to a point where where your cup is full and you can then pour it out or it's more overflowing there was the cutest video um that my friend sent me on instagram and it was like a dad in a pool and he had a a jar and poured some dirt in the jar and then poured some water in the jar and he had like a spoon and he's like instead of saying things to your kids like oh you could maybe like not do that as much or I don't know little nitpicky things he started like trying to scoop the dirt out of the water and then he was like try these instead and then he started pouring water into the dirty water and then it started becoming cleaner instead of picking out all the dirt particles it was like overflowing with clean water and I was like whoa that was so beautiful to just how we can do that to ourselves too like there's still going to be dirt if we try to just spoon it out. But if we try to pour in good things and it'll overflow with good things. Anyways, I, I love visual things, but as you were saying that my mind was just thinking of that cup. So what are some like homework items that, that you give people to start to, to do these things in their daily lives? I mean, you've given us some good questions that we can start asking ourselves, but like, for me, I like, I want more action items because I struggle with all these things we're talking about. And I'm sure other people do too. That's so funny. So yeah, our brain is made to look at the <laughs> Exhibit so, like, A, everybody. <laughs> my actions are going to create my results. My actions are going to create my results. And so I'm going to give you some actions to do in your my thought line. line. Okay. This is what I need. So, Thank you. Like, yeah. So, and I think asking those questions those questions that we talked about, like, what am mm-hmm. I learning? Or um, I think for starters, if you're, some of us are aware of what we're thinking, not really, none of us are really, really aware <laughs> of what we're thinking, because 95% of our thinking is subconscious. So if you think you know what you're thinking, that's why I have a life coach. I'm always like, whoa, I didn't even realize I was thinking oh boy. that. Yeah. Um, 
But we have over 50,000 50,000. So you never, ever, ever are going to lose anything by just putting down on a piece of paper all of your thoughts you're having in that morning. Like that is so powerful because you, if you say you don't have thoughts, you mm-hmm. always have thoughts. Don't, don't <laughs> <help> yourself <laughs> or ask the question of like, what do I want this day to look like? Or what, if I could choose what I want to think yeah. about this day, what would yeah. I think? Or if I was already, um, if I had already accomplished this goal, what would I be thinking? Right. So there's some, some things like that. And I would say an action item for everybody is to write down what you're thinking when you wake up in the morning. It's called a thought dump. Mm-hmm. You're just okay. writing it all down on a piece of paper because then your brain can see that you're thinking things, right? Until <laughs> you put it on a piece of paper, your brain just thinks it's like taking in data. Mm-hmm. It just thinks it's like so much information. So and reacting and it's just like, oh, this is how the day's going and I feel this way and I'm having this thought and it doesn't really realize that it's actually disconnected from you and that you're not your thoughts. It just thinks that's what's happening to you. Mm, interesting. And so when we write down our thoughts on a piece of paper um, and you can ask, yeah, like any of those questions mm-hmm. that I said before for a prompt, or you could just dump, if you have something on your mind, that's another really good time to do a thought dump is dump is if you have something on your mind and you can't get it mm. out of your brain. It's like, Oh, I can't make this. It's like, okay, write down everything that you're thinking because that's what's causing your indecision. It's not that you actually can't mm. decide. It's not actually that you're indecisive or that you can't make a decision or there's too many options. It's just that you're thinking, oh, I, there's too many options. And so you're believing what you're right? telling yourself. Mm. Yeah. And again, it's just because our brain thinks it's data. So whenever we put it on a piece of paper, that's always a Good really start. great first step um, is just so you can see it. You don't even have to change it if you don't want to. Just mm-hmm. see what happens if you write all your thoughts down on a piece of paper. You don't have to be like, okay, I'm going to change my whole mindset today. Start like, there. Right start somewhere, right? Just start there just to gain awareness. That is always the first mm-hmm. step is gaining awareness. And again, like an action item would just be checking in with yourself throughout yeah. the day of like, what am I thinking right now? What am I feeling right now because our thoughts are always creating mm-hmm. our feelings and lots of times it's like, oh, how do you feel and then we just say a bunch of thoughts <laughs> feelings are one word <laughs> right sad happy Confused. energetic disappoint yeah uh, right feelings are one word and so lots of times we say how do you feel and then we list off all of these thoughts and so what you could start doing mm-hmm. is during the day you kind of check in with yourself be like what am I thinking and how is it making yeah. me feel? What am I thinking? What do I, what do I want? Yeah. And how do I want to be feeling? Right. And just check in and see what um, is going on in your brain and mm-hmm. in your body. Because our feelings happen in our body. Yeah. So those, I would say, are two great starters. So, Thought dumps and check-ins. Just check-ins. Just to gain awareness of like what's yeah, happening. Yeah, you were saying our feelings are or what our body feels, not necessarily what our brain is telling us to feel, but our thoughts yes. are in our brain, which then connect to our feelings, right? Did I get that correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, it's like, um, we're, I'm assuming most of your listeners mm-hmm. are members yeah. of the church. And so, okay. So the example I love to use is the spirit, right? We all know what the mm-hmm. spirit feels like. And it's a physical feeling in our body. 
I this is philosophy of Annabelle. It's not doctrine, <laughs> but I think that the spirit is a really, really great teacher for us of what our physical feelings in our perfect world. That's how we're going to be feeling our feelings. We'll be able to identify them mm. so quickly because of physical sensations happening in our body, and and it connects to like, our thoughts. I feel like for me, it's it's like it's a clear, distinct thought. And sometimes it is still hard to question it. I someone told me like usually the first thought mm-hmm. could be from the spirit. The sec- second thought may- might be Satan trying to get you to not to do the good thing. And the third thought is you trying to decide what to do between the two. But our thoughts, like you said, mm-hmm. are so fast. Mm-hmm. But I like the idea of, I think that's like fasting or if you've ever tried that, even if you're not a member of the church, like fasting just for a spiritual purpose in general gives your body control over your spirit. And how powerful it is. I mean, that's why people are cold plunging. I think yeah. I've mentioned this in every podcast episode the past few weeks. And I did it for a time yeah. and maybe I'll get back into it. But it's just like, for me, a visual example again of of what my body's doing versus my mind. So I, I love that you said yeah. that we can focus and on you, that. Go ahead. You can feel something, mm-hmm. right? You physically can feel it. And so that's what, when I say like, how are you feeling? Like eventually you'll be able to identify disappointment that quickly too. Mm. Eventually you'll be able to identify joy that quickly oh, too. Oh, okay. Or probably a lot of us can, probably a lot of us can identify what adrenaline mm. feels like, right? You're feeling very adrenalized or um, excited. And, or like, I bet a lot of us could describe what anxious mm-hmm. feels like. And it's like, oh, I feel tightness in my chest and kind of my blood's moving mm-hmm. really quick. That's a really easy yeah. one for me to identify in my it's moving really quick and I'm like oh okay I'm feeling anxious I wonder what I'm mm-hmm. thinking that's Feel this way so yeah mm-hmm. instead of telling ourselves that we're feeling something and then listing off a bunch of thoughts yeah because <laughs> that makes it feel like it's not changeable right mm. if if our if our feelings are thoughts then they're not changeable but because our feelings are separate from our thoughts because our thoughts are creating our feelings then there's something happening that we in can tap into and so control, we, right? That we can tap into and question, control, experience, feel, understand, mm. right? The goal isn't just like, let's get away. The goal is like, oh, this is really understanding. Totally. You don't need to get rid of it. And that's the point you started out with. It's like, you are human. You yeah. are going to experience every color of the spectrum of feelings, probably <laughs> like throughout different yeah. parts of your life. And the more aware you become, the more you're going to feel and the better life gets because you can only feel as great of joy as you can feel as great as pain. Like that is the most classic church principle, but it's also taught in the life coach school. Interesting. Right? Like it is taught in the best life Just coach how, how in the world. They're teaching biologically our brains. Of- <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And so science, of course, backs up the yeah. gospel. But as you like become more aware yeah, it is going to be uncomfortable. And if you're feeling uncomfortable, nothing has gone wrong. Like, I think that's our greatest policy of humans is we think if we're feeling uncomfortable, something has gone wrong. Yeah, totally. Um, and it just happened. And our job in that moment is to be curious. Hmm. Huh. Wonder what I'm, wonder what I'm feeling. Why? Maybe, it, maybe this is a time for me to have compassion with myself. Maybe it's a time for me to think positive. Maybe it's a time for me not to, you know? Yeah. Is it? And there's not a one size yeah. fits all. It's not a one thing works every time. And my mind kind of went to the opposite of that of, is there ever a time where it's okay to be hard on yourself? 
Um, I would ask, what do you think? Ugh, for me, I'm like, I think I'm too hard on myself all the time, but it feels so justifiable. Like I just can list a thousand reasons why I think that about myself or why I believe that. And then it's like, well, that makes sense, you know, but like there's a song I love and it's called you are you're not your mistakes. And I try to remember that. But I'm like, but if 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 what I do is what I am, then then I am, you know, but I've been trying to like separate those. And I focused on this a while ago in my life, but I've I, I mean, it's so easy to forget if you don't build it up. But now I now I want to hear from you. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's really interesting because for you, as well as for everybody, as well as for myself, we never really, you get zero benefit from being hard on yourself, mm. right? Like, do you, are you served at all? Not just you, but mm-hmm. everyone listening, like, is anyone served by anyone being hard on them? Like, if you could do it with love and compassion and get a greater result, then is there any point in being hard? Mm. And what I yeah. would say is no. There's never, you don't get any, like the cost benefit is just, there's just none, mm. right? And this is actually really interesting because again, most of my clients are, they come to this point where they're like, but I don't want to be too nice to myself because then I'm like ignorant. Mm. I don't want to be too nice to myself because then, I, or I don't want to be too nice to myself because I want to be humble. And I'm like, okay. Mm. So you think Jesus is over there beating himself up <laughs> to be humble? Uh, no, of course not. <laughs> hmm. No. And like, it just goes against the science. That's the hmm. other thing is like, if you do it enough times, it goes against the science. Like if you mm-hmm. watch yourself. Okay. I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm not doing a good enough job. You feel bad. You don't take the action. You avoid doing it. You do it halfway you create the result of not doing it as much as you Mm -hmm. want to right so you prove it through every time so the science itself just shows that if you're thinking if you're being hard on yourself you're never going to get the result that Mm, you really interesting and (laughs) and by being kind to yourself you can always stretch yourself you can always have mm -hmm. goals and desires And if you're being kind to yourself, those aren't going to go away. You're a human. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just decided I'm never not going to have the thought that I need to be better. Mm. And I just have decided that's not a problem. And that's actually my benefit because I don't have to spend any more time about worrying. About being better. <laughs> about being better. And I don't have to spend any time worrying that I'm going to run out of goals or I'm going to stop changing. But instead. Right? Like, that's just not an option. Instead, you're focusing on just what are you doing today? What are you thinking today? And yes. what direction do you want yes. to go? Yeah. Yes. And who, yeah, who am I being today? Who am I being tomorrow? Who do I want to be in four weeks? Like, how's that person going to be showing mm-hmm. up different? Yeah. And I just don't have to spend any more time worrying about that. Time Interesting. This is, yeah. I feel like I've heard things like this, but it's so, it's so interesting to hear you talk about it in this certain way, because I feel like I've, I think most of us have been trained to, to, to that first thought of, yeah, we think it's going to help us. You're right. So, um, I had two thoughts. One was, I can't remember the first thought, but the second thought was there was this time in my life where me and my friend would like, he was into this idea of writing down what you were going to do the next day as if you had already accomplished it. So it's like, oh, I called 
this person and ask them about their job or I did this and you do it the night before or the morning of. So it's like you've already done Mm -hmm. it and accomplished it in your mind. And I love that thought. I think that's probably my takeaway today is just like, what would I what would I be doing or acting if I had this habit down? Right. And I haven't read Atomic Habits yet, but I've heard bits and pieces about it. And it, it kind of is replacing habits, but also like it doesn't have to be hard and strength as hard and strenuous as we think. Like you said, like to change and become better. It's like, Oh, I need to do this. And I need to do this. It's more so of like kind of evaluating where you're at. And then from there moving forward. Okay, go ahead. And let's just acknowledge the reason we all want to change what we're doing is because we want to feel better mm. about ourselves. <laughs> yeah. It's going to take us back to our thought line. And that's why focusing on today and how you want to be thinking and treating yourself today is so important because you're you're after something you're never going to get if you're telling yourself that you just want to be better because you're always going to be having that thought for the rest of your life. So you're never going Mm. to get there because it's the thought that you're after. It's not the actual action that you're after. So if you're really wanting to change to feel better that's why it's easier than you think it is because you don't have to change everything to feel better. You can feel good now with where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, say that last thing again. It got jumbled and I talked over you. Sorry. Oh, I just said the only thing you have to change is the way that you're treating yourself and talking to yourself. That's that's Then you can feel better today and change the way that you're seeing Mm. yourself, seeing your, what you're doing. What, what, what are you already doing that you're proud of? Right? What are you already doing? And we do all of this so that we can feel good because when we feel good, then we're like, oh my gosh, I can do this too. And I can do that too. And I can, oh my gosh, maybe I'll actually take a break today <laughs> because I, now I'm going to go read my book. And wow, now I read my book for 30 minutes. I feel so fueled. I'm ready to go talk to all these people and share with them what mm-hmm. I just read in my book. Yeah. Right. We just go, 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 always doing better, better, better. We never have time to slow down. We never have time to talk. We don't have the space to think about what we can. Mm-hmm. We don't have as much space to think mm-hmm. of what we can. Yeah. Wow. Us. This is so, so powerful. Yeah. Let's just acknowledge that the reason we all want to be better and change is because we all want to mm-hmm. feel better. And that's why learning about your thoughts is so powerful because your thoughts create your feelings, not your circumstances, not your life, not the actions you're taking, not the actions you're mm-hmm. not taking, just what you think about it and what you're thinking about yourself because of it. mic drop right there for real i'm i'm so excited to put these on quote templates this that's like part of my favorite things with these um i feel like we need a part two segment too of like what you're putting in your body and how that's affecting how you're feeling because just like the nutrients like i've been deep diving into all of this and i was off sugar and then back on sugar and just that contrast of how i handled things in my life was drastic and i'm like okay So now moving forward, I'm like, I'm not going to totally cancel sugar out of my life, but it's like, now I have this better mindset of, of where I want to be and what thoughts and what it looks like. And I don't have to beat myself up if I'm not going to be perfect at it or like my goal is to meditate every day. And I've missed a few days, but I was like, you know what? That's okay. I'll just, I'll just do it today and go from there. But do you have any final thoughts as we wrap up today? Uh, or like maybe one of your biggest takeaways you, we've gone through so many golden points but what's what are some lingering thoughts well I just think the golden takeaway is like we get so we think we think everything's harder than it actually is 
-hmm. And first of all, we think we're further away from where we want to be than you actually, you like, than you actually are. And the second is just like, we're all human. And so instead of trying to fix things and change things and change, tell yourself you need to change who you are or where you are, or you need to change your perspective, or you need to, I just had a different outlook on this, or like, instead of trying to change a person or the way things mm -hmm. are, just give yourself space to be a human, give yourself permission to be a human and have the experience that you're having. And when we give ourselves that space, then we, then suddenly our perspective opens because yeah. we're not, we're not in a battle yeah. anymore. Right. So I think, and at the beginning, you brought up, um, like, what would I say to my friend? Yeah. And that question of like, what would I ever say this to my friend? And I think an even higher level question that has helped me so much is if my friend did say this, what would I say to them? Mm. Right? If they were saying this thing that I'm thinking about right now, how would I show up for that? Oh. Yes. Like if I'm thinking, oh, I don't want this yeah. thing, or I'm doing as much as I should, or dang it, this totally just fell through and I totally failed and I should have been better. That's when you get to ask that question. If my friend was saying this to me, what would I offer them? compassion and love and I see you it will not be you're the worst pull right. it together Let's <laughs> right look at <laughs> yeah right it would be like I'm so sorry mm -hmm. what, do, what do you think like do you really think that's true do you really think that you're you've totally failed or what do mm. you think right like we immediately drop to compassion yeah. and love and then suddenly they're willing when they're ready, they're willing to look at the other things that are working. And you can be like, well, you know what I think? I think you're amazing. I think you crushed it. And here's the reasons why. And they're like, yeah, you're yeah. actually right. Yeah. Right. Oh, it goes a long so, way. It really does. I think that would be like a t that, that question in and of itself of if you want to develop more love and compassion for yourself or for other people, and you just want to have more richness in your life and feel more love in your life asking that question of if my friend was saying this what would i how would i show up for them what would i yeah. say to them what do they what do they need and then give oh it to man that is a powerful example and and we really don't think about that too often because we're caught up in our thoughts. <laughs> yeah oh yes. man and just like the little validation like you were saying goes a long way the other week i was like fatigued at my workout and i was like I was like, I'm off sugar. Why am I not feeling so amazing? You know, like I'm trying, but it's not working. My, my coworker, she just was like, you know what? Like you're human. Like it's okay to feel fatigued on some days or, <clears throat> excuse me, or not be as productive. Like that's just part of being human. Cause sometimes I feel like I'm a hypochondriac, but like be human and listen to the song by Cody Johnson about being human. It's so beautiful. I actually listened to it last night, but I love, I love those final thoughts and takeaways. And I appreciate your example for everyone and for me. Like, I can't wait for more people to, to follow along with you and the things you teach and learn. And you're, I'm assuming you're taking more clients. If anyone wants to, I highly recommend Annabelle. And just always, yeah, if you want to go get them, absolutely message me i do a free consult which is really that's fun awesome. always you don't lose anything yeah. from that you just yeah learn about totally yourself. and you and mentioned that like you see your own life coach too and you'll do it for your whole life just because 
like we're not meant to do this on our own right like like you said it's so hard to 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 have that coexistence with our human and with where we want to be but when you have someone else booing you up and supporting you along the way it just makes it that much more attainable and it helps you change your thoughts so i'm so grateful that you helped me today in so many things and ways and i hope everyone today enjoyed this episode and yeah thank you so much annabelle thanks for having me it's so fun i would say the last thing i'll say is that it's so interesting because when i say all these things like everyone should know i'm not Mm. perfect at them like when i say them i'm speaking from my coach brain right like this is the sciences i've studied but i'm a human too and that's why it's so fun for me to do conversations like this because i'm like wow that was really wise (laughs) like i should practice that now that's really important for everyone to know who's listening to conference talks they're listening to scientists they're listening to school they're mm-hmm. listening to anything just remember that that person is speaking from their highest level of expertise in that moment and not to compare yourself mm-hmm. to that and instead just use the use the what just like the use the mm-hmm. tools that they offer you because they're using they're trying to use those right. own tools. They're not perfect. And that's what you do as a life coach. And yeah. I think you're so credible because you have put in the time and effort and it, it's worthwhile. And I'm so happy you're sharing it with us. Well, thanks for Thank having me on. It was so fun. Have a great day, everyone. See you later.